RTHK, the news at 11 with Ben Che. The top stories. Legendary Hong Kong radio DJ Uncle Ray Cadero passes away at the age of 98. A mainline official says there have been almost 60,000 COVID-related deaths in medical institutions since December 8th. And the state council names Zheng Yangxiong as the new director of the central government's liaison office in Hong Kong. Former RTHK DJ Ray Cadero, or Uncle Ray, has died at the age of 98. His show, All the Way with Ray, aired for the final time in May 2021. Vicky Wong looks back at his life. With his signature baritone voice and flat cap, Uncle Ray was a perennial fixture of Hong Kong broadcasting. He was born on December the 12th, 1924, and was one of six siblings. He briefly held down jobs at HSBC and also as a warder in Stanley Prison after the Second World War. But music was his true calling. He had played in big bands as a drummer and in 1949, he started working as a scriptwriter for Rediffusion at the age of 25, before going on to host his own show. That's given him the chance to meet and speak with some of the biggest names in the music world, including the Beatles, Cliff Richard, Tony Bennett and Elton John. But his talents weren't limited to just spinning discs and interviewing celebrities. Ray also had a hand in nurturing local talent, among them Sam Hoy and Teddy Robin and the Playboys. With his encyclopedic knowledge of popular music, educating the public about music he loved was something he was very good at. In 1960, he joined RTHK as head of light music and started his show Lucky Dip, where listeners, mostly teenagers, would send in song requests and also be part of the live audience to see new artists perform. The show was so popular that Uncle Ray had to ask his bosses if they could record the show in a slightly bigger venue to accommodate more people. In 1970, he started his own late-night live radio show all the way with Ray. It's RTHK! It ran five nights a week, played a selection of nostalgic hits dating all the way back to the 1940s and went on to become RTHK's longest-running radio programme. His dedication to the development of local radio and broadcasting was not unrewarded. He was honoured with an MBE in 1987, a Bronze Bohemia star in 2008, and in the year 2000 was recognised by the Guinness World Records as the world's most durable radio DJ. Then, on May the 14th, 2021, he announced that he would hang up his headphones and retire at the age of 96. Fans around the world were quick to jump onto social media to leave retirement wishes for him, some calling his departure from radio the end of an era. At the time, he admitted the decision to call it a day was not an easy one. When asked if he could relive one day of his life, what day would that be? I'd like to be Uncle Ray again. <laughs> starting, from, starting from the very beginning, I'd like to be Uncle Ray again, because I, I think I had a very, very good life. Dora saying goodnight. To other news, a senior mainland health official says there have been just under 60,000 COVID-related deaths between December the 8th and January the 12th. Speaking at a state council press conference in Beijing, Zhao Yahui said the deaths occurred in medical institutions across the country. Ms. Zhao, who is the head of the National Health Commission's Bureau of Medical Administration, said just over 5,500 people died of respiratory failure caused by COVID, with the rest dying from underlying issues complicated by the coronavirus. She said the average age of those who died was 80.3 years, with just, under, with just over 90% of fatalities being 65 or over, and about 56.5% being 80 or over. 
Locally, health officials reported 7,749 new COVID infections today, including 186 imported cases. Another 54 patients with the virus have died. The State Council has named Zheng Yangxiong as the new director of the central government's liaison office in Hong Kong. He takes office immediately, replacing Luo Huining. Mr. Zheng previously served as the director of the Office for Safeguarding National Security in Hong Kong. The chief executive, John Lee, has welcomed the appointment of Mr. Zheng and expressed gratitude to Mr. Luo. And on to the, the weather forecast for tonight and tomorrow. Becoming cloudy, foggy with one or two rain patches at first. Temperatures falling appreciably from 21 degrees to 13 degrees at night. Looking ahead, cold mornings with lows of around 11 to 12 degrees in the following couple of days. But it'll, the weather will improve and it will become dry. Currently 20 degrees Celsius. The humidity 94%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is now 5 minutes past 11. Transport Secretary Lam Sai-hung says officials need to see whether or not the return of high-speed train services to the mainland goes smoothly before they can talk about making more tickets available. Up to 5,000 passengers a day can make journeys north from tomorrow. Speaking on a radio program, Mr. Lam said he was aware that tickets to some destinations had sold out for the days leading up to Lunar New Year, and officials will talk to their mainland counterparts about a higher quota if things go smoothly. Mr. Lamb says splitting sales between online and in-person purchases helps passengers. I think the allocation of tickets for sale in the West Cullinan station is reasonable because that will serve some of the passengers who are not familiarized with the online sale and this will provide an alternative for those passengers who use conventional way to buy the tickets. The government has announced that an extra 15,000 people a day will be allowed to enter and exit Hong Kong at land checkpoints in the four days leading up to Lunar New Year. It means 65,000 Hong Kongers will be allowed to cross to the mainland daily from Wednesday to Saturday, with the same number of mainland residents allowed to travel south. The number of people allowed to cross the Hong Kong-Juhai-Macau Bridge in private cars each day will also be doubled for those four days to 2,000 each way. Labor and Welfare Secretary Chris Sun says the government's official poverty line doesn't give a full picture of the situation as it doesn't take into account factors such as a person's assets. Since 2013, the administration has considered a household to be in poverty if it's bringing in less than 50% of the median household income. In an RTHK radio interview, Mr. Sun was asked why he had previously described the poverty line as a flawed measure. When assessing the poverty situation, it is equally important to consider the income and assets when it comes to Hong Kong. For example, when you are measuring your body condition, you only measure your blood pressure, but not glycemic index or other indices. You can't rely on just one index to make a judgment. Turning overseas, Britain has said it will send a dozen tanks to Ukraine. The commitment was made in a phone call between the British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak and the Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. The BBC's Paul Moss reports. 
This has been a long time coming. For months, Ukraine has been asking for Western tanks from its major allies. But so far, none have wanted to be the first to make such an offer. Now it seems Britain has broken rank. Although the UK Prime Minister wouldn't say when the Challenger 2 tanks would be provided, Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky said his decision would send the right signal to other countries. He's clearly hoping that the US, France and Germany might now follow suit. Responding to the news, Russia said any weapons supplied to Ukraine would be a legitimate target. Police in Brazil have arrested the former head of public security for the capital, Brasilia. Anderson Torres flew back from the U.S. to face accusations that he colluded in the storming of Congress last Sunday. The BBC's Katie Watson reports from Sao Paulo. When supporters loyal to former President Jair Bolsonaro invaded Congress and other government buildings last weekend, Anderson Torres was with family on holiday. He was subsequently dismissed and Ricardo Capelli, who's been appointed to run security in Brasilia, said there had been a lack of command from Mr Torres before government buildings were stormed. Police also visited Mr Torres' home and found a document reportedly trying to reverse October's election result. Mr Torres says the document has been taken out of context, but did say he would return to Brazil to defend himself, calling last week's riots the most bitter day of his personal and professional life. And in sport, in football, Marcus Rashford scored the winner as Manchester United came from behind to beat Manchester City 2-1 at Old Trafford. Both United goals came in the final 12 minutes as Eric Ten Hag's side moved to within one point of the local rivals in the Premier League table after inflicting a damaging blow to City's hopes of retaining the title. And to end the news, the top stories again. Legendary Hong Kong radio DJ Uncle Ray Kadero passes away at the age of 98. A mainland official says there have been almost 60,000 COVID-related deaths in medical institutions since December 8. And the state council names Jun Yang Xiong as the new director of the central government's liaison office in Hong Kong. The news from RTHK. If I could change the way I live my life today, I wouldn't change. A single thing Honey, don't you worry There's nothing to worry for Cause if I didn't love you I wouldn't be here now And if I didn't want you I would have turned around But you've got to believe me Believe that I love you so Want you out? Ooh, 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 this love, this love has filled me up. 